0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to Level Up with Lori. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week and every week, of course. I am so eternally grateful for you, and I love being on this journey with you. I love hearing about what you're doing out there with your network marketing businesses. I love how you're killing it. I love how you're taking these simple, super tips inside these episodes and really applying them directly to your businesses and watching them grow. So keep up the really good work and definitely keep sharing along the way, because we are so much better together and so much stronger together, and there's so much that we can learn from one another. Um, I really think you guys are going to love today's episode. Today, I'm chatting with Kristen. Kristen is an incredible Zaya rep. If you do not know Zaya, I definitely think you should head over to the website and check it out. It's incredible activewear. I um, wear it a lot myself. You guys know I am all about the clothes. Um, so, but Kristen and I. Um, have been working together for the last couple of months. She's in my mastermind program and I have really watched the growth that has happened. Kristen is also a full-time teacher and I'm sure that I have a lot of people listening in on this episode that work full-time but are also building a side hustle and are struggling to kind of find the balance. But start out in network marketing for one thing and realize that it's so much more and that it has such a massive impact on their lives. I love Kristen's story. Kristen, kind of talks about how she started out network marketing at a really difficult time in her life she was looking for something for herself because like a woman and a mom like so many of us she felt like she was being pulled in a million different directions and she felt like she didn't have anything that was all hers and I'm certain that a lot of you can relate to that and the fact that in motherhood and even in just adulthood, I think we lose a lot of ourselves sometimes. And I love that network marketing and building a small business can bring that back. It can kind of bring the creativity, the energy, and just kind of give us an outlet to be the woman that we were meant, the women that we were meant to be. And what I love about Kristen's story is that It has really evolved along the way. She's only been in business for a little over a year, but she has like grown leaps and bounds. But what you're going to hear in the story, and I feel like I talk about the story and I should just get to it, is that she's hit a bunch of plateaus in her business as well. And there comes like something that you need to do, little tweaks that you need to make, little pushes that you need to do in order to get past those plateaus. So if you have ever felt like a little bit stalled in this bit in your business and you're not quite sure what to do to get, Get to the next level. Listen into this episode and get a pen ready because I think you're going to love what Kristen has to share. So without further ado and without any more words from me, meet Kristen. All right. I am so excited to have Kristen on the call today. Kristen and I have been working together for the last couple of months. And honestly, I am amazed at what this girl has been doing inside her business. So I knew I wanted to have her on the episode, um, just to chat with you guys, about everything she's going through, everything she's overcome in her business and just kind of give you some tips to how to get right on the, on the right track, exactly how she's done. So thank you so much for being here, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me. I am pumped. <laughs> um, okay, so we are going to talk, uh, have some easy, easy icebreaker, fun questions to uh, kind of warm up our chat. Are you ready? They are skill testing. right. I'm ready. <laughs> if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Right? Um, <laughs> I feel like it would be bread. <laughs> <laughs> I even eat bread, I don't, but like, if it's going to be one food for the rest of your life, we should be allowed to not get fat on it, right? So, yes, totally. Like, I always say that about butter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just eat butter. Exactly. <laughs> well, when we lived in Korea for the year, like, we had so much white rice, but because everything else was just like basically meat, we lost so much uh, weight.
1: That's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you a vegetarian? Pardon me? Are you a vegetarian? No. No,
1: you just, yeah. Okay.
0: You gotcha. (laughs) Mostly to a meditarian, but um, yeah, (laughs) it was just kind of the food was different there. So yeah, no. Yeah, I I get that. Um, Okay. So what would you say um, is your favorite book or podcast to listen to? Other than this one, of course.
1: Of course. Um, you know, I, I am actually, like, I'm, this probably seems so, like, typical, but I am, like, a big Rachel Hollis junkie. Um, I listened to I, – I, like, love listening to those kinds of books, like any, any kind of, like, motivational books. I prefer to listen to them when I'm, like, driving or walking with dogs. Um, so I, I listened to Girl, Wash Your Face about, I think – two and a half years ago now. And I remember I was like, so into it that I came home from like working out and was like, I have to have a shower and no one was home. So I like cranked it up on the stereo. So loud, just so like, like listen to it while I was also showering, but I just find her so motivational and like, she's just so real. And that's what I love about her. Like how organic Rachel Hollis seems. So I would definitely go with that. I'm like, I, I love the nonfiction stuff, to be honest.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: And, yeah.
0: Um, she's just got a lot of energy too, right? Like totally. And Her energy is awesome. Yeah, exactly. I like to to those kind of things too. I, try, I find that I can't really read like business and self-development books, but I can listen to them all day long. Yes, me too. And, and there's something about hearing it from the author who wrote it too. Like, because I've listened to it if it's not by the, if it's not narrated by the actual author.
1: No, it's just not the same. Like you can hear the intent in what they were like meaning to say when they wrote it in the first place. And that's what I think I like about listening to it.
0: Yeah. You can hear how they would have written it. Like, it's just the, the little anecdotes I feel like are said very differently when it's by the author.
1: Yeah. And with Rachel Hollis, she's just always so like passionate and enthusiastic that she just like really gets to you. I find when you listen to her. So I, and I, so like I love her podcast too. And then like from her podcast, I found that like, I really started liking like Ed Milet's podcast. Like, cause she always recommends these different people. And like Ed Milet's definitely another one that I really enjoy listening to. And oh. then obviously it's Tony Robbins.
0: <laughs> yeah. No brainer. <laughs> Okay, I got one more for you. What is the first thing you're going to do after isolation is over?
1: <laughs> oh man, I feel like I'm such a homebody. So for me, this isolation has been just a really nice kind of reset. I yeah. like being home, but I do really miss seeing my friends. Um, I, I th- think I realized that As much as I say I'm like a homebody and like to be a bit of an introvert at times, I do really crave that like social interaction or even just meeting up with my girlfriends and having like a drink after the kids go to bed, that kind of thing. So I think that that will be it for me, like just going and, you know, having a drink.
0: Yeah. For me, isolation – is kind of like, I always say introverts were like made for this. We've been training for this all our lives. Yes. <laughs> and I work from home anyways, so it's not really terrible for me, but, right. I- do you don't realize how much you actually need? Like sometimes I feel a little itchy because I haven't even been in a grocery store. I think, like, so I think yeah. I just go wander around a grocery store or start licking carts or something like that.
1: <laughs> I went to Costco earlier this week and um, my husband and I like almost had like a little bicker about who got to go. <laughs> I was like, so I'm going to go to Costco if you're good with that. He's like, well, I was going to go. And I was like, yeah, but really I should go because like <laughs> I need to go down every single aisle to make sure oh, no. we have everything we
0: need. Just to, <laughs> Just to wander.
1: Yeah. It was an expensive trip. <laughs> yeah.
0: It always is. It always is. It's like the fourth. Yeah.
1: It's true. This one was next level though. It was like, uh, I, I was up for renewal and then it came to like, I think almost $700 dollars. I was like, "Wow. Yes. You
0: are now officially in like a more um, what's it called bunker. Yeah. <laughs> We're good
1: to go for a while.
0: All right, so transitioning over. so I would love to hear why you got started with your network marketing company in the first place. Was this the first one that you ever joined?
1: It was. And I mean, I've thought about other ones before in the past and I really had this full notion in my mind that like they just weren't for me and I could never sell. And like now it's something that like, since I've been a part of this business for a while, I look back and I realize it was just kind of like more the wrong approach and that like it's not, you know, like the whole mindset of like it's about selling and being a salesperson. That's not really how it is. And I think what that came back to for me was just that I hadn't really found the right one for me. Yeah. Um so because how I got started was um I mean huge backstory, but I'll just make it short. Like basically we were going through as a family a really, really tough season in our lives. And Um, I was off work at the time because I was recovering from a pretty major surgery and I saw this post from one of my girlfriends who was looking to have uh, a party for a new activewear line that she had um, joined up with and I like I guess it was kind of similar to this current situation where we're isolated because I was like I haven't seen my friends in a while I haven't been to work in a while I've just been off from work but I'm but I'm finally starting to feel better so um, I would really like to, you know, get together with my girlfriends and what better opportunity than having a little like active wear soiree. So, um, I decided I was going to have this party, but a couple of days before the party, my girlfriend was like, I'll drop off some of the samples I have to you. And you can just sort of like give them a try and see like what you maybe think that your friends would really like on the night of the party. And I started trying this stuff on, and I'm like, oh my God, like, I really, really like this stuff. It's nice quality. Like, this is something that we need that's not, you know, not to knock Lululemon because I do love their stuff, but like, they monopolize the whole like activewear industry, I think. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is going to be big here in Canada. So, um, yeah. And like, I started, I just started, I guess that's that whole thing I was looking for in starting a business. I was like, this is something I know I can get behind because I really like it. I live in this stuff. I know my friends who are moms and like are busy and on the go all the time also live in this kind of stuff. So like, anyway, long story short, I just, sorry.
0: Like when you started, you really did start it as a business right from the start. I did. Like I, I, So I didn't
1: even have that party. Like my friend had that party, but it was like days before the party. And I was like, listen, I think I'm going to join. So can we turn the party I'm having for you into my launch party? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. So she came and brought her samples and like it it turned into like a kicking off my business basically.
0: I I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like a lot more, more people fall into making it a business and intentionally start. So I love that you actually just like really want or looking for something like that in your life. I think I was without really
1: knowing it too. Like, yeah. it, like I said, it had been like a really tough time for us. And I just kind of felt like I was losing myself a bit. Like I was just like constantly giving and giving and giving. And I just needed to Have something to refocus my energy on and feel like I was sort of doing something for myself. And this sort of just fit into that at the time.
0: That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, And as you kind of like, how long have you been in business now? Um, Just over
1: a year. I started last March, actually.
0: Okay. And have you hit any snags or any big challenges along the way? Has it been easy flowing the entire time? Tell us a little bit about your journey.
1: Oh, lots of snags. Like, I mean, you start off and you're just like blindly going into things. And one thing I tell anyone who, anyone who joins my team is this, like, don't, like, try not to get overwhelmed. Just do one thing at a time because there's so much out there and there's so much information. Um, so, I mean, of course I was like anyone, I just felt really overwhelmed in the beginning and didn't have a clue what I was doing, but it is one of those things that you have to just sort of like be gracious with yourself about and like take little steps and try different things as you go and then really lean on like the people who you have on your team to help you out.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I would say that like my biggest struggle Along the way, the whole time has just been like coming from a place of fear. So, like, I was afraid to start. Was I like wasting my money in the beginning? You know, and then once I saw that I wasn't wasting my money and I had made it back so quickly, it was like now I'm in fear of failure and like this fear of vulnerability. And let me tell you, like, vulnerability, there's like a really powerful thing that happens when you decide to be vulnerable. Like, I'm a huge advocate of that because. It's yeah. so scary. And I feel like it holds so many people back, especially women, because mm-hmm. I think that we tend to put so much pressure on ourselves all the time.
0: Yeah. It's to like, like a vision of perfection that everybody seems to be putting up and there's, it's not real. It's
1: totally not real. And that to me was so important is that like, as much as this whole concept of vulnerability and, like, do I really want to, like, take pictures of myself in these clothes and post them online? No. Like, to be totally honest, like I said, I had just come off of this, like, major surgery and I was, like, 30 pounds overweight from what I normally was and, like, to think of putting on these clothes and putting them Mm -hmm. on the internet was, like, so scary to me, but I really... (laughs) yes and I'm like I just I don't know and you know I've heard lots of women say it to me since then like oh you know maybe when I lose some weight I'll join up and blah 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 and I just really it it became more to me than just a whole concept of this business I was like I want to be an advocate for women I want women to know that like you know face your fears and like put yourself out there now because other women need to see this too and they need to know that like the fear is always going to be there and whether it's like fear of starting or fear of failing or whatever it might be like it's it's never going to go away but like that whole concept from when we're kids where they're like face your fear it really doesn't go away it's still so important like
0: yeah and i think like fear is really just built into us to like because we ha- want all these safeguards right but like when we like what's on the other side of fear is incredible like it's where growth happens it's so true. And something that was
1: said to me a few years ago that was so important in my life and something that I honestly live by because it comes up a lot is the whole idea of shame needs opposite action. And I think that that place of fear, I mean, for me anyway, was coming from the concept of shame where like, I, i you know, I don't feel comfortable in my body right now. I don't want to look this way. I don't want to look that way. But like that whole idea of like making yourself do the opposite action. Like I want to hide. I want to put on big baggy clothes. I don't want anyone to see me. I'm going to do the opposite of that because I want people to know that like we're all hardworking and we're all like women and we all have our own like amazing qualities to us, right? Like I would rather
0: the way that we judge ourselves. And you could probably right. be there at someone that you feel has a perfect body. And I guarantee you, they are riddled with as much shame and fear and anxiety around the whole thing as everybody else is.
1: So true. And we really don't give ourselves enough credit for how um, like resilient and powerful we are as women and how much we give and give. And, and I think that at the end of the day, I think a lot of that shame and like fear comes from just feeling maybe a little bit depleted <laughs> because of all the, all the things that we give. Yeah. Um, and really like, I don't know, like for me, it was like, do I take this on right now? You know, like I already feel this way and, and like starting a business, is that going to make me feel depleted even more? But to, to be honest, like it had the opposite effect. It, it energized me and it gave me like something to be happy about and look forward to and be really proud of because it's something I'm creating on my own.
0: Oh, it's so good. It's so true though, because these businesses, like, I mean, yeah, they bring in income and blah, 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 blah. But like what you've just explained is so much bigger than that.
1: It's true. And like the whole, I think that that's what, if you are in it and that's what drives you is the the concept of community and the things that you're really like doing for yourself and being proud of the little tiny things that you do for yourself, that's what really drives your success. And, and I think that that's where you will like gravitate towards. That's right. And, and then that's where the magic happens. Like, yeah, you just, you just like, it, it just keeps growing and growing from there. You're like, I need more because this is amazing. Like I love this and what else can I do to like, you know, have share this with someone else?
0: Yeah. 100%. I love that. Um, Now, when we started working together, you, I remember you just saying, like, I'm just kind of in this spot where I feel a little stalled. Like you had like Mm -hmm. momentous growth in the beginning. And honestly, your story is not dissimilar to so many other women out Mm -hmm. there, kind of like take the business by storm in the beginning. And I think it's almost the success surprises us in so many ways. And because we didn't have those expectations for that success, it's almost like, wow, it's coming so easily to me, but it's our enthusiasm that's connected to that, like kind of easy button. It's not really easy. Um, And then we hit these kind of plateaus and I kind of equate this to health as well, right? Like if you're on like a weight loss journey or a health journey, you hit a lot of plateaus too. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So that's kind of where you were at. and what helped you push past that plateau? Cause you are not even close to plateauing right now.
1: No, like this has been in the, in like, you put it perfectly. There was like all this growth in the beginning. And I think like, it was so new. So a lot of people who, you know, know me and trust me as a person were like, what is this? If she likes it, like, I want to know what it is just because we're friends and whatever. And then you do get to a point where you're like, okay, whatever I'm doing is not quite working as effectively as it was before. I'm going to either fold here and like just coast or give up, or I'm going to like, I have to do something to revamp this. So for me, it was like doing the coaching one-on-one with you. I needed someone else to just kind of, take what I was already doing and say like this is what you should do to revamp it and here's some excitement you need to breathe into it and like you know just sort of I needed this a little bit of clarity and direction. Mm-hmm. Um and and then like just encouragement. I think that sometimes that encouragement's important. Like I have a really amazing upline who I work with but she also joined the business like a month before I did. So a lot of the times her and I are like a partnership. We work sort of on the same like at the same pace, mm-hmm. um, and I just needed like a mentor, you know. So, giving it that all, and then like really saying like, okay, well, you know what? I'm stalled out. We're just gonna stay here, or we're gonna move forward. And like, in order to move forward, it's going to take work. Like, I'm going to have to really dedicate some time and and like some effort into this. But but like, the reward at the end is amazing. Like a month you and a half of this love, right like that's yeah.
0: the key you fall back in love
1: you do and you need those things mm-hmm. and it's I think, like going on a vacation with your husband after not yes. being away for a
0: long time you're like, yes. I, still you're love like you. oh, I do like you still <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, we have things to talk about other than the kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so true and then you like it becomes that like not easy button again, but like the, the motive, the momentum is there and like you've refreshed and revamped and like the energy is there again. And you've kind of like infused your business with that energy. Yes. What happens when there's energy is like the universe just starts throwing more at you. It's insane to see like
1: when you start being consistent and like making these little, um, strategic things of, of like, you know, just consistency in general, Mm-hmm. It's amazing to see how many people respond to that. Like mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's crazy. The
0: single most, like biggest driver of success, in my opinion, in these small businesses and probably in anything in life, truthfully, mm-hmm. like fitness, eating healthy, cleaning your house, like hundred percent. And you know, like,
1: and it's just like what you and I were talking about before this, about how, like everything is so accessible, like, especially to our kids, right? Like they can just have things right at the tip of their fingers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like almost bad in a way because everybody expects so much immediate results all the time, but like putting yeah. in the work is the most important part. And and then like having that patience in the meantime, like a hunger, but like also patience, knowing that like what you're doing has to come into fruition first and you need to give it some time.
0: Yes, like you have to plant all of those seeds and you need to keep watering them if you want to grow a garden. A garden Uh is not grown overnight. Right. And even when you have like overnight success, when someone first launches a business, you can't, like you can't accept that success is what's going to, like there's going to be a point in your business where you need to dig deep and you need to like get more creative and fall back in love. It's true. And
1: I think the people who start out successful and just really like keep climbing 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 with uh, network marketing and that kind of thing are the people who notice that stuff right away they're Mm -hmm. like okay I might be successful right now and now what am I doing next whereas for me it took a little while I had to like kind of think about it and I was working full-time so I'm like okay how am I gonna do both you know And again, it it comes down
0: to that. Like you clearly built a a foundation in which you can grow upon. Like there's just so Mm -hmm. many different ways to get where you want to go.
1: Yeah. And everybody's journey is different. And it just takes a little bit to like realize what you want out of things sometimes.
0: Like the only way you can fail in network marketing is by giving up. That's
1: right. And yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, again, it comes back to for me, my goals and what my focus is. And this has been something that's been really important in my life because it's really this whole sense of community and what it's given me has been so important. So that's what makes me
0: want to keep going. Yeah. And I love that. And we talk like when we very first started working together, we started by getting really super clear on what your goals actually were. Right. Because I think a lot of people lack that direction in their business because we start and we're just like, okay, I'll see what comes of this. And then mm-hmm. you're like, know, oh, this is what I've done. But you still need to like, you need to really know where you wanna go. If you ever wanna get there. That's true, 100%.
1: And like, those little things come and they go. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to like have your main structure. And that's something I've really learned from you is that like, every month, what is my like goal this month? this whole goal setting thing. And it's something that I've kind of like transferred with my own team members. I'm like, I'm like starting to almost put them on the spot now and be like, what are your goals this month? Yeah. And they're like, Oh, well, like look, look, one of my teammates I was talking to earlier today, she's like, what's my goal to like take some more pictures of myself and just be more comfortable, like showing off the clothes. Cause I know that's what my customers love is just seeing me in them and not like a model. Like, and I'm like, that's great. But like, what are we doing for your business too? because that's a great like personal goal and you'll go far with that but
0: and it can like, be a tactic that you use to get closer to your goal but it's mm-hmm. not like you need a like you need a number give me a number
1: <laughs> yeah you need to be specific and and like i'm a teacher you you were a teacher so you know like you have to have measurable goals and uh, like you're not going anywhere if you're just like i would love to do you know X Y Z. Well, well like, what are you going to do to get there? Because like, we would all love those kinds of things. But like, what? How is your goal measurable? What are you doing for it? Not so, so it's life. hard, but it's really hard. But like, I mean,
0: it's really hard. But like, is there really any better feeling than when you're like, right, like when you're riding that wave?
1: It's so rewarding because it's something you worked for, and reaching those little goals. Like, I think when we are adults. And we have our jobs and we're set in our ways and we have our kids. You get into like groundhog day mode where you're just like, you know, Monday to Friday, I go to work. And then these days my kids go to this sport and you know, and like Sundays week grocery shop. Like it gets really like repetitive, but like this kind of forces you to constantly be thinking about something other than that and that whole like growth mindset of like where am I going? What am I doing? Where do I wanna be? And like having those specific things is so important.
0: Yes. I love, love, love that. Okay. And I feel like this is like jam packed full of tips, but if you would like one parting tip for anybody on how to like push past, like those little plateaus that you experience in this business, what would it be?
1: Um, okay. So 100% hands down, because I know this kind of, I think encompasses a lot of the things we just talked about is like investing in yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, like, I was really afraid to start doing like some coaching and that kind of thing. And I was like, I don't know if this is even going to do anything like, (laughs) but, but like at the end of the day, investing in yourself and, and giving yourself that opportunity that like you would turn around and give someone else. Like I try to think like if I was giving someone else advice, if I was trying to, you know, encourage someone to like keep going at something like this what would I want them to do? And what would I say to them? And then I'm like, okay, well, why am I not telling myself those things? Like I need, I need guidance. I need help right now. Like this, this outside source is where that's going to come from. And that was you for me. And, and like, just, yeah. So like that taking the time to invest in yourself, because if you don't invest in yourself, you're not necessarily investing in that whole opportunity of growth.
0: There does become a point where you need to level up, right? Like, and if you want to level up to do something that like follow somebody else and it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to hire a one-on-one coach but like I've taken a lot of really great courses along the way or even like Mm -hmm. listening to podcasts that aren't just fluffy and like entertaining for me to me that's also investing in myself and taking courses along the way, like all of that good stuff. Like I I just think like if we were in like in a regular nine to five job, you never expect to take on a new level or designation or something without kind of investing in some kind of training. That's right. And we live in
1: like the perfect time right now where there's so much available for that. Like there's so much opportunity. And so much at our fingertips that we really have access to and so like it's just such a waste to not take advantage of those things
0: yeah there's a lot of incredible resources out there
1: yeah so yeah I I think my tip would just be to like invest in yourself in whatever means that that might be and like you might not know where to start to invest in yourself like for me I mean you and I had sort of this really cool organic relationship that just sort of developed and like led us to this but
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah like there's just you know start looking start searching think of like what it might mean to you to like invest in yourself what what it could be something really small or it could be something like coaching one-on-one but like just give yourself the opportunity and don't just think like oh well I've already spent money it's not really at the end of the day about that
0: no it's not you make it back
1: yeah. And, in like, whether it's in dollars that you make it back or in like whatever else you gain from it, like for your own health and growth, like that alone is huge.
0: So, so true. It's funny what we will waste money on and what we will like hold tight to our money for.
1: It's so true. I think about that all the time. I'm like, how many times have I spent whatever, like $200 in the month because I bought something twice or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yes. well, that could have gone towards other
0: things. Yep. That could have been money better spent.
1: (laughs) We all do it.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much for doing this call with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Okay. Oh, all right. You guys, I hope you enjoyed Kristen's story and Kristen's journey as much as I did. The truth is I know there's so many out there of you that really have like so many reasons that you can connect to this and you've, find that your network marketing business brings so much more into your life than you ever really thought that it would. And it's kind of a like an outlet for you, a creative source, and something that you do for yourself. So I want you to really reflect on this week. I want you to think about What does this business mean to you? Why do you do it? And challenge yourself to like dig deep because when we really connect to our why, when we really connect to what we love inside our businesses, that's where energy comes from and that's where like, that's where magic happens. And you guys, before I let you go, I need to let you in on a little secret. I have a brand new mastermind program that is launching In June, Yeah, you heard Kristen and I talking about it on the episode because Kristen and I have been working together um, for the last few months and I have watched so much massive growth in her business, so much momentum that she's built and I've just been honored to be a part of that journey with her and I love how she really spoke to kind of hitting those plateaus and needing to dig deep and to invest in herself and invest in her business. So if there's any of you out there that connected with that message that thinks that you might be like interested in going on a journey like this, like that you are interested in leveling up your business, taking it to the next level, getting to that six-figure mark, I am looking to work with women that are passionate, that are driven, and that are motivated to take their business to the next level. So shoot me a message. It is not quite open yet, but um, if you send me a message, I might have a little bit of a way to slide you in. So we can chat more about it, but it is starting in June, and I am only going to be taking on 10 new women. So anyways, enough about that. I am so glad that you guys tuned in this week and every week, and I hope you really enjoyed listening to Kristen's journey as much as I enjoyed talking to her about it. I hope you guys have have a fantastic week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you got a few takeaways and feel energized to get out there and take on the world. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Or if you are on Facebook, join me in my Facebook group, Level Up With Lori Inner Circle. Or tag me on Instagram at This Is Life With Lori, and I will be sure to give you a shout out. Until next week, my friends!